In his book titled The End, Bible prophecy expert Mark Hitchcock writes, People have always dreamed of a utopia, a great society, a paradise on earth, a return to the Garden of Eden. He goes on to say the Bible is clear that sinful men and women can never produce such a society on earth in their own strength and ingenuity. However, when the Lord Jesus returns to this earth, God's Word tells us that the next great event, the culmination of history, is the 1,000-year reign of Jesus on earth as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, or simply the Millennial Kingdom. During this era, the world will flourish under the rule of the Prince of Peace, basking in unrestricted peace and prosperity. I'm Ron Jones, something good starts right now. Hello and welcome into this Friday edition of Something Good with Dr. Ron Jones, lead pastor at Atlantic Shores Baptist Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'm Brian Davis and wherever you are, however you're listening, on radio or on digital demand, we're glad to have you with us. Well, the day is coming when Jesus Christ will set up his own brand of government on earth. What will this 1,000 year reign look like? Find out next as Ron continues his teaching series, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and The Return of Jesus Christ. Stay with us here, or you can stop by our new digital streaming platform at somethinggoodradio.org to listen to the broadcast on your schedule. That's somethinggoodradio.org. Download or subscribe to the podcast at Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. From Revelation chapter 20, here's Ron with his Something Good Radio message, the government of Christ on earth. Well, these days, what the government can and cannot do for us is in the news every day. Have you noticed that? And that's primarily because we are in a presidential election season. And every time we elect a president of the United States, one of the national conversations that we have is how, how much government will it take to fix the problems that our country faces and that our world faces. Uh, whether you're a big government person or a small, limited government person like our founding fathers were when they wrote the Constitution, you have to agree that no human government can solve all the problems. That human government is, is limited in the sense that um, it's, it's imperfect human beings who run those governments. Uh, and this is why we, we struggle to, to find answers in our society when we put too much emphasis on uh, things in, in the government, as it were. I've titled this morning's message, The Government of Christ on Earth, because we've come to Revelation chapter 20. We're nearing the end of our study of this, this fascinating and mysterious book called the book of Revelation. And we've come to a section of scripture that theologians believe describes a, a future time on earth called the millennial reign or government of Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never heard of this in Bible prophecy, but it's, it's one of the, the, the big things. It's, it, it takes up so much editorial space in the Bible, both Old and New Testament. 
But the description of it here in Revelation is, is, is rather short. We learn some things about this future time on planet Earth known as the millennial reign of Christ, the thousand-year reign of Christ's kingdom on this earth. That's what the, millennial, the millennium in the Bible is all about, the thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ on this earth, uh, the kingdom of God coming to this earth in a physical and literal way where Jesus Christ, after he returns and defeats his enemies at the Battle of Armageddon, sets up his government on this earth in a very powerful kind of way. Mark Hitchcock is a a reputable Bible scholar when it comes to prophecy. He's written a wonderful book called The End of Days, uh, The Complete Overview of Bible Prophecy and the end of days. It's kind of a Bible encyclopedia on Bible prophecy. And Hitchcock, when he comes to that place regarding the millennium, he says, people have always dreamed of a utopia, a great society, a paradise on earth, a return to the Garden of Eden. The Bible is clear that sinful men and women can never produce such a society on earth in their own strength and ingenuity. However, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns to this earth, God's Word tells us that the next great event, the culmination of history, is the 1,000-year reign of Jesus on earth as King of kings and Lord of lords, or simply the millennial kingdom. During this era, the world will flourish under the rule of the Prince of Peace, basking in unrestricted peace and prosperity. That's a pretty good description of what theologians refer to as the millennial reign of Jesus Christ, this 1,000-year reign of Christ's kingdom on this earth. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this this is a pretty big subject in the Bible. And you go into a lot of the Old Testament prophecies in Isaiah and Jeremiah and Zechariah, a lot of those places that are probably still the sticky pages in your Bible. You haven't read those for for quite some time. And and it's full of millennial kingdom language. In fact, many of the prophecies that had both a now and a not yet affected them were sort of confusing for the Pharisees and other religious leaders in the first century. They thought the kingdom was coming then. And many of them were disappointed that uh, when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, came the first time, he didn't set up his kingdom. In fact, this is why uh, the the disciples in Acts chapter 1, just before the ascension, remember they said to Jesus, is this the time that the Father is establishing the kingdom? And he said, listen, guys, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons of what the Father has established by his own authority. He basically said, yeah, it's coming one day, but you're just going to have to wait. In the meantime be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. The kingdom of God on this earth was always in the minds of the Old Testament prophets and even the New Testament disciples. And so this is a big, big subject. Uh, Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 6, describes this time on earth. And as you can imagine, with a subject this large, there there are those uh, Bible scholars and Bible prophecy experts that that uh, debate the subject, that have some different views on it. So I'm going to ask you to put on your theological thinking cap for just a moment. I'm going to toss some terms at you that theologians bounce around, and uh, I'm going to do this because you'll find some of these terms in the popular Bible prophecy literature of the day, and, and you need to know what they mean by it. So there are basically three views of the millennial kingdom. The first is called amillennialism. 
meaning no millennium, meaning when the Bible in Revelation 20 refers to a thousand years, amillennialists take it in a spiritualized kind of way. A thousand years doesn't mean a thousand years, in other words. Uh, and so the amillennialists uh, picture Christ ruling in a spiritual kingdom, not a literal, physical, earthly kingdom. And the amillennialists say that that, that that reign and rule of Jesus in his spiritual kingdom is happening right now. There is no future thousand-year reign of Christ on this earth. That's the amillennialist. Then there's the premillennial position. The premillennialists believe that Christ returns bodily after the tribulation. We talked about the glorious return of Jesus Christ last week, that that happens after the seven-year tribulation and prior to a literal, physical 1,000-year uh, reign of Jesus Christ on this earth. That's called the premillennial position because relative to the second coming of Christ, it happens prior to the millennial reign. And in the ordering of end times events, the premillennialist says that it starts with the rapture, then the seven-year tribulation, uh, then the second coming of Jesus Christ, then the millennial reign of Christ, and then on into the final judgment and the eternal state. That's the premillennial position. That's the position that I take. Uh, that's the prevailing position that you see in a lot of uh, uh, literature today. That's the left-behind position, all right? Are we, are we into the popular Bible prophecy literature today? That's the left-behind position, premillennial. Then there was something called postmillennialism. And again, the post-millennialists denied a literal earthly kingdom, and, and, and the thousand-year reign thing was spiritualized, not understood in its plain and normal sense. But the post-millennialists believed that Christ would return after a long period of time. They looked at the thousand years in Revelation chapter 20, and they spiritualized it and said, well, it's just, it just means a long period of time. And that postmillennialists would say that Christ would return after that long period of time when the earth is Christianized. In other words, the earth is going to get better and better and better and more Christian. Now, this is also called dominion theology. Postmillennialism was real popular at the beginning of the 20th century, and then World War II and World War I came along, and it destroyed postmillennialism because the world wasn't getting better and better and better. No, we discovered a guy like Adolf Hitler destroyed and murdered six million Jews, and the post-millennialists didn't know what to do with that. And so post-millennialism kind of died off the scene. Ah, millennialists, you know, a lot, a lot of liberal theologians embrace that. The premillennial position is the one that most conservative theologians refer to. And in Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 to 7, the phrase a thousand years appears six times. Now, anytime you have that kind of repetition in the inspired Word of God, pay attention to it, all right? Uh, the writer here, John, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, was trying to tell us something. And there's an old saying in Bible interpretation, if the plain sense makes the best sense, then there is no other sense. Okay, so what does a thousand years mean in its plain sense? Especially when it's mentioned six times in seven verses. Well, it's referring to a thousand years. A thousand calendar years, just like you and I would understand. A thousand years. 
When the millennial reign of Jesus Christ is talked about in the Old Testament, and, and you got to do some work trying to figure out all of that, uh, the, the length of the time is never mentioned. Revelation chapter 20 is the only time in Scripture that gives us the how long will the reign last. And as if to catch up for all the times in the Old and even early New Testament that God didn't reveal to us the time, John tells us it's a thousand years, and he tells it to us six times. He tells it to us over and over and over and over again. There is coming in future Bible prophecy the government of Jesus Christ that will establish itself on this earth and will reign in peace and prosperity. Say it with me. For a thousand years. For a thousand years and I'm looking forward to it. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more of Dr. Ron Jones' message, The Government of Christ on Earth. New to the program? Keep in mind that all of Ron's messages are archived at our website, somethinggoodradio.org. Again, that's somethinggoodradio.org. When you stop by, use the Partner tab at the top of the homepage and check out the 828 Club a special group of people who partner with Ron so that he can share the gospel through this radio and internet broadcast. Join the 828 Club from our website or call us 757-276-1099. Again, that's 757-276-1099. Imagine a world in which the devil can no longer tempt us. What might that world look like? The answer may surprise you. Here's Ron with the rest of today's Something Good radio message, The Government of Christ on Earth. Now with that in mind, what is this millennial reign going to be like? We could spend most of our time talking about the characteristics of that day and age. I just want to give you kind of a summary statement of what all the Old Testament and New Testament passages uh, say in terms of a description of this time. And by the way, I've listed in your notes there 10 key millennial Bible passages, most of them in the Old Testament there from the book of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Amos, Zechariah. In your own time, read through those passages of Scripture and get a sense of how the Old Testament prophets understood uh, it, with, with, with various levels of clarity this future event in Bible prophecy known as the millennial reign of Jesus Christ. As we get further and further along in the progress of Revelation and in the writing of uh, New Testament Scripture and even the revelation of Jesus Christ, our understanding of this time clarifies. But you can go back in those Old Testament passages and, and read and get a sense of the expectation that people in the Old Testament and even in early New Testament times had of the coming of Messiah. And I'm going to show you in a little bit how some of these had a, both a now and a not yet aspect to it that might have been a little bit confusing for people in the first century, which led the disciples to ask the question at the ascension, is now the time? And Jesus said, not yet, but it's coming. But this time on earth known as the millennium is, is the reign of Jesus Christ, and it will be characterized by peace, prosperity, joy, and justice from Jerusalem. The Prince of Peace, that is Jesus, will rule over a true utopia on earth. Uh, what Mark Hitchcock described as a great society 
as a golden age, as a true utopia on earth. Uh, people have been wanting this for, for decades, for centuries. And, and there have been all kinds of world leaders come on the stage, some with good intentions, some with very bad intentions, that have said, hey, you know, I, I'm the one to usher this in. We're, we're going to make things better around here. But there's only one time in future history and Bible prophecy when that will be true, and it's when Jesus Christ returns, defeats his enemies at the Battle of Armageddon, and ushers in his 1,000-year reign. Isaiah the prophet, here's just one description of this glorious time. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 9, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The reign and rule of Jesus Christ producing peace, prosperity, joy, and justice will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. It'll be a grand and glorious time. And this great society, which man has never been able to produce, this golden age, this true utopia, uh, this uh, return to Eden, if you will, uh, Jesus will do it like never before. And he will demonstrate to all of his enemies and he will demonstrate to all of the redeemed that he alone is, is the best ruling governor uh, to ever come upon this planet. And he, he will do it um, in, in a glorious way. By the way, this is not heaven. I'm not describing heaven here. Uh, the new heaven and the new earth is yet to come uh, after the thousand-year reign. So, but this, this is uh, to demonstrate a number of things that uh, the Bible talks about, which leads us to the question, why the millennium? Why, why would this even be part of God's overall plan and purpose to have Jesus Christ return and to physically set his kingdom up on this earth and to reign from Jerusalem? What, what's the purpose of the millennium? Well, let me just talk about seven, seven things real quickly. Number one, the purpose is to restrict Satan's activity on this earth. Go back to Revelation chapter 1, I'm sorry, to chapter 20 and verse 1. John says, Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. And he seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him, here's the first phrase, for a thousand years, and threw him into the pit and shut it and sealed it over him so that he might not deceive the nations any longer until a thousand years were ended. After that, he must be released for a little while. The reason, one of the reasons there's such peace and prosperity and joy and justice on this earth is because the devil himself, that ancient serpent who disturbed the peace and prosperity, joy and justice in the Garden of Eden, is bound up for a thousand years. He's thrown into uh, what uh, John describes here as a bottomless pit. Do you remember earlier in our study of the book of Revelation, there were, there were demons that were bound up in a pit near the river Euphrates, and they were let loose. You know, God, God has, has bound some of the uh, ancient uh, fallen angels and, and, and bound them up and held them up in certain places. He's let others you know, run free on this earth uh, under the guidance and rule of the devil himself who prowls about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Presently, the devil is the prince of the power of the air. 
and he has free reign on this earth. He is not omnipresent. He is not omniscient. He cannot be all places at all times. He does not know everything, but he has a vast army of fallen angels or demons under his, uh, under his direction. All of that will come to an end when the millennial reign begins. Satan will be bound up and thrown into the bottomless pit and chained up for a thousand years. Can you imagine not having to deal with uh, the temptations of the devil? The world, the flesh, and the devil are our enemies. And the devil himself, in all of his, his efforts to deceive us, uh, will, will not be existent during the thousand years. It will demonstrate, however, that the human heart that is still sinful <laughs> doesn't need a devil to tempt us to go astray. Remember, our, our enemies are the world, the flesh, and the devil. And you can no longer say, the devil made me do it during the millennium. Uh, sin will still exist on this earth, and it will be because the human heart is wicked above all things and, 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 and desperately wicked. Who can understand it, the Bible says. You're listening to Something Good Radio with Dr. Ron Jones. Today's message, The Government of Christ on Earth, along with all of Ron's messages, can be heard on demand at somethinggoodradio.org. Use the radio tab at the top of the homepage. That's somethinggoodradio.org. And while you're there, be sure to check out Dr. Ron Jones' discipleship coaching experience. Starting point, a disciple's first steps. Join Ron as he takes you back to the fundamentals of the Christian faith and helps equip you to fulfill the Great Commission by making disciples of others. To find Starting Point, A Disciple's First Steps, look for Something Good Courses when you visit somethinggoodradio.org. Have you ever wanted to visit the land of the Bible and walk in the footsteps of Jesus? Join Dr. Ron and Catherine Jones and the Something Good Radio team for a thrilling Israel tour happening in January 2022. Experience a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee. Walk down the Via Dolorosa. Visit Gethsemane where Jesus prayed and Calvary where he shed his blood for you. Step inside the empty tomb and see for yourself that your Savior is risen indeed. Is the Holy Land on your bucket list? Experience Israel 2022. Register at somethinggoodradio.org. That's somethinggoodradio.org. Time is running out to register for Experience Israel 2022. Visit somethinggoodradio.org to get more information on our upcoming tour of the Holy Land, plus other Something Good travel experiences. Something Good exists only through the faithful prayer and financial support of friends like you. For your gift to Something Good Radio today, we'd like to offer you the complete audio download of the series you're hearing now, Mysteries of the Apocalypse, The Last Days of Planet Earth, and The Return of Jesus Christ. In this 20-message series, Dr. Ron Jones takes you on an exciting journey through the book of Revelation and unveils some of the greatest and most mysterious prophecies in all of Scripture. That's Mysteries of the Apocalypse, yours for a limited time for your gift to Something Good Radio. Give online at somethinggoodradio.org. You can mail your gift to us, P.O. Box 6245, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23456 or call our offices at 757-276-1099. 
This is the only time I'm a big government guy. It's when Jesus Christ is at the head of the government. Up until then, friends, God's plan is for smaller nations and borders. Why? Because sinful man cannot be trusted with the globalization and the global rule of the earth. History shows leader after leader, uh, dictator after dictator and despot coming along, many with false promises, wanting to globalize the earth. Nimrod tried to do that at the Tower of Babel, and the Lord looked at the wickedness of the human heart and said, no, we got to scatter these people by the languages. We're going to create nations and borders. And that's, that's, that's how we do things now. But there's coming a time when Jesus Christ will have global reign and rule from Jerusalem of the increase of his government and of peace. There will be no end, the scripture says. That's next time when Ron shares part two of his message, The Government of Christ on Earth. Join us then for Something Good. For Ron and the entire team here at Something Good Radio, I'm Brian Davis saying God bless and thanks for listening.